Adrian, I've got some really great life advice for you. Oh, yeah? What's that? Stay high. That'll work. That'll work. It's a Monday. It's October 6th, 2014. I hope so. And we're chart stopping and staying high in that order. I got to stay high. You got to stay high. You also, you got to eat like three French fries and then just chuck the rest behind you. Fuck it, man. Fuck French fries. Adrian, what is your take on habits, parentheses, stay high by one tub low? first impression was that it was pandering to the sad 13 year olds of the world which i realize is like what most music is for these days but it grew on me a lot the song itself has a lot of sadness in it it's not particularly catchy she's not like a particularly good singer but the chorus and the lyrics i think actually go pretty well together and it's desperate and terrible i kind of had the opposite effect oh, yeah. i was okay with this the first time i heard it and then every time i heard it after that i kept thinking that man the best thing about the song is that it reminds me to listen to chandelier It's a much better song about self-destruction. Habits feels obvious. I think it's a really good comparison because they both convey both with the lyrics and the out-of-controlness of the music, something falling apart, yeah. something barely under control. Habits is kind of a, a more selfish take on this phenomenon. Which is why I brought up the 13-year-old thing. It's a self-absorbed desperation yeah. song. Very self-pitying. Yeah. Like, oh man, I'm making these poor decisions, but I'm almost like enjoying it. I'm like having fun making these poor decisions. Whereas Chandelier is just banging on the wall saying, let me the fuck out. I'm, I'm dying in here, which I think is what makes that song work so terribly well. Eventually got to appreciate the ethos does come through. The video also sells it very well. It's really uncomfortable video, actually. The camera is constantly focusing on her and she's right in the middle of the frame. It is not exactly fun to watch. It is, I think, an inversion on Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy. It's from the protagonist, if you will, point of right. view. And they're kind of getting themselves into a lot of shit. I would say more shit than is happening here in Habits. But it's that same idea. Hey, I'm just going to hit the town and it's going to get a bit weird. But the catch is you are not looking back at the protagonist at all. Whereas in Habits, that is exactly what you're doing the whole time. So there's a camera like attached to a selfie stick attached to her pelvis. Which I think is very telling. I mean, we talked about the song being very self-centered. And all we're looking at the whole time is, in quotes, you, the self the whole time. Whereas with Prodigy, you're looking at all the destruction you are causing to other people. And you're looking at those other people as you just make a mess of their Friday night. Or probably Thursday night because, you know, fuck it. She's doing lots of self-destructive things, but mainly one self-destructive thing, which is making out with 16 different people. I, at some point, was counting how many times someone got licked. Lots of licking. I gave the fuck up. I mean, do you, do you count it as another lick when they cut to the same lick like half a minute later? It does not come across as fun at all. No, no one is enjoying any. Well, I guess that guy, when he's eating her ear a little bit, seems to be enjoying part of that. <laughs> That's the only person having fun <laughs> in this entire... He's all about it, but Tuvlo, Tuvlo is just making it back to that couch into the night i liked one choice lyric she says she goes to sex clubs which are apparently a thing tough 
Tove Lowe is not an American artist, is she? I don't know. Tove Lowe is a Swedish singer, so anything goes. Oh, definitely sex clubs and freaky people. Look, I am a well-traveled and well-versed young man. I will say that one glaring gap in my knowledge is with regards to sex clubs. Maybe you could read a book. I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of sex clubs. It's like, <laughs> I read a book on sex clubs. Sex clubs for dummies. The point of sex clubs is not in the reading. Some mountains are best in the climbing, you know? Like sex club mountain, for example. <laughs> like sex club mountain oh man mount sex near thank you thank you <laughs> mount sex helens sex two it's a k2 joke speaking of jokes you want to talk about fallout boy Boy with Centuries video subtitle hyperlapse edition. Everything about this bores me, Adrian. Fallout Boy has been around for a while, but I thought they were an emo indie band. At least last I checked, they were. And this is like shitty stadium metal. Well, you can't convince me that Fallout Boy is not the Batman to Maroon 5's Bruce Wayne. Hmm. Think about it. They're never in the same room at the same time. Two sides of the same shitty coin. I had never consciously listened to Maroon 5 before I did for this endeavor that we do here. Hmm. And now having heard Maroon 5 for the first time consciously and Fallout Boy for the first time, like aware that it's Fallout Boy. These are things I've heard in the background of my life at some point, but that's exactly what everything about this experience was. It was just background. I will say the song has sound. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it also features the the most unnecessary sample of uh, Suzanne Vega's Tom's Diner of all time. Oh, yeah. That's a legitimately strange and kind of interesting song. I didn't know what it was called until about half an hour ago when I had to look it up. But I always it was like, oh, yeah, that fucking do-do-do song. That, that shit was bomb in the late 90s. I'm sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee. And he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in. It's the canonical infectious melody. She wrote this thing that you hear it once and you feel like you've heard it for your entire life. Exactly. She wrote the perfect earworm. And this earworm has crawled into 2014. The most forgettable song of all time it reminds me of do you remember a while back when coldplay took a riff from craftwork For years afterward, if anyone heard Kraftwerk, it would be like, what's this weird techno cover of Coldplay? <laughs> and now I can only expect that for a while we'll be cursed with people hearing Suzanne Vega for the first time and thinking, oh, they're totally sampling Fallout Boy. Well, congratulations, Adrian. You are officially a hipster. Oh, when you are irritated by someone citing the wrong instance of a particular bit of music. Oh, no, man. You don't know the original. And yeah, I got to say it with that inflection, original. Oh. It's cool. Whatever. The Fallout Boy sucks we're okay with this they sound basically indistinguishable to me from spinal tap i'm sorry are you going to put centuries up against sex farm woman 
I think it goes, some legends are told, some turn oh, to gold. Oh, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. They're trying to be epic, which reminds me of something from the Stonehenge tour. You're right, it, it is stadium arena crap rock. It's kind of melodramatic in this pyrotechnics, fireworks, we are the biggest rock act in the world kind of bravado about it. Sorry, fellow boy. I guess we got a little bit angry there. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, no, fuck it. I am not sorry. This is a, a, an awful song. And nobody should listen to it, ever. Yeah, you have shit to do. Trust me. So do you want to talk about Echo Smith? What's on your mind? Well, for one thing, Echo Smith is a really, really bad band name. It's in the same tradition as two other band names I hate. Soundgarden yeah. and maybe the worst band name of all time, Audio Slave. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Oh, those are both really bad. Anyways, Echo Smith, cool kids. Nothing in this world could. To continue my hipsterdom, this song sounds like someone was making a TV commercial and they wanted to use a song by an indie band named Chairlift. Oh, Chairlift. And they couldn't get the rights to it. Sorry, I, I kind of had puppy dog perk up when I heard Chairlift. Chairlift is great, right? I tried to do handstands for you, but every time I felt for you, I'm permanently black and blue, permanently blue for you. singer's voice even sounds a little bit like chairlift it's just got not much of a melody and really pandery lyrics that are perfect for putting on a vw ad it's such a safe song yeah. the message is supposed to be empowering in some way shape or form a little bit like dance it off yeah or, or shake it off whatever that song is called <laughs> Look at all the cool kids. They're so cool. I'm not as cool. Let's instead say that that's cool. Good job. Good high school sentiment. Good freshman English five paragraph essay. I will say one positive thing about the video. The singer sort of looks like Amy Adams. So she basically has my heart. Aww. It's just softy. There's a lot of melodramatic motion and articulation in this video. A lot of over melodramatic hand gestures like, oh my God, cool kids. I'm going to make fists and pull them towards me and cover my face with my hands because this is all so so intense man high school right yeah in keeping with the theme of music these days ostensibly being made for 13 year olds this is the musical hunger games <laughs> twilight kids man kids cool kids speaking of cool kids i know a really cool kid so cool she had to make two different videos two videos for Cher lloyd's want you back
I have a very, very important message from Cher Lloyd. Oh, good. It's ah! pretty good, man. Ah! Oh, give it to me again. Fire band! All right, so 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 Cher Lloyd, we kind of have like this uh, secret diary of a call girl vibe going on in the bedroom here. With... This UK video makes not very much sense to me. No, but I did learn in comparing the UK to the US video. That's where it gets interesting. Yeah, I, I learned a couple of things. I learned that Brits like the following things. They like 3D glasses. They like skateboards. They like fashion magazines. They like bathtubs. They like sitting on beds. They love beds. They can't get enough beds. They also like making it rain, but only if it's things like popcorn or confetti. And also they like balloons. They like stuff on desks. They like Polaroid photographs. Oh, they're all about it. It's very British, this British video, especially compared to the American version. Yeah, so the American version... I like this video. It's literally shot in an American diner with American cars. They said, like, what is America? It is a place where you park your Cadillac. And... <laughs> it's an American video made by British people. Well, I guess now you know how like genuinely Chinese people feel about Panda Express. So th there are a lot of differences between this video and, and the UK version. Aside from the obvious absence of rap. Oh, yeah. Featuring Astro, the incredible nine-year-old rapper. Oh my god. I, I had him pegged at 12. He's tiny. But one big difference, I think, in the US version is that you actually see some either really good direction or some really good acting chops on Cher Lloyd. So we talked about an, an Echo Smith. I thought that was kind of melodramatic. Mm -hmm. In this U.S. version of this video, it is the perfect blend of vocal inflection and the motion, and it all just really works. It all really pops. In her American getup, Cher Lloyd is a dead ringer for the character Lorna Morello from Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah? And with that kind of New Jersey by way of Boston accent. Yo! Remember all the things that you and I did first? And now you're doing them with her? Remember all the things that you and I did first? You got me, got me like this! Which somehow occurs on a British <laughs> singer. You know who's definitely American? Oh, God. Jason Aldean. Aldean? Jason Aldean, let's go, because that's in a real American sounding name. I'll go with Aldean. I got Jason Aldean and I'm burning it down. That is not what the song is like at all. Okay, this, this this jam. First of all, I think the chorus has a really kick-ass meter and some really good internal rhyme to it. He's straight burning it down on this banger. This video. My first thought was, oh no, when I saw the literal flames going on around the drummer, emphasizing the title. I was okay with that. I was less okay with having a drummer playing the drums when you are so obviously using a drum machine. 
It's not even close. He's hitting drums that have no corresponding sound in the song. You got a discount drum actor. This video has two parts. The part where you have a guy not playing the drums around a ring of fire. And Mr. Aldean with a hat yes. crooning softly. That's how you know he's he's real down home like. And then you have the other part in that penthouse, which pretty much plays out like the scene from a movie where the sexy girl has to go undercover and get close to the violent drug lord to help bring down the whole operation. <laughs> And incredibly, the dude in that half of the video is not Jason Aldean. Fucking, if you're making a music video, you need to figure out, hey, wait, I can be that guy no matter what I look like. The literal dude that I am actually singing about in the first actual person. Now, here's the thing. Maybe he's not. Maybe. And that's where this song, I think, gets really deep and where the video adds some layers here. Maybe the song is just about desire and not about love that you've actually got. Maybe this is the kind of semi-country version version of Mr. Brightside by the Killers. Come on, man. I think they might actually be having sex. <laughs> Was it the naked part that gave it away? I do, though, wonder when they're naked in Mr. Aldean's bed. Naked in my bed. And he's just doing his thing. I'm just doing my thing. What do you think his thing is? We've talked on this show a lot about songs that are overt about their sexuality. None of them come quite as directly overt as this song does. See, I actually entirely disagree, hmm. despite the hard evidence that we are. Okay, he mentions things specifically, like we're not just drinking whiskey. No, we're drinking cold Jack Daniels. Okay, that is pretty specific. I'm really sorry, by the way, that they're doing that. <laughs> they yeah. could be drinking a lot of better things. There's something I think about this song, which I think, by the way, is the most sing-alongable of all of the songs this week. It was a toe-tapping jam yep. i feel like it's poetic enough <laughs> come on man they're about to get a little tangled up right about now but that's the thing that's kind of a nice colloquialism i really like that <laughs> i think it's got a very very personal it's very uh very down home very if you will real america real america like girl when you want it girl when you want it you know that i'm on it you know that i love loving upon you I do love loving up on you. I mean, who hasn't said that, really? Oh, man, I love loving up on you. I mean, it's not saying, yo, girl, let's just keep fucking until the morning. It's girl, keep burning it down. Yeah. No one calls sex burning it down. Nobody. Only Mr. Aldean calls it that. Exactly. All right, let's talk a little bit about the video. Aside from the people pretending to play music part, <laughs> there's a scene of people taking each other's clothes off, which struck me because it really looks like terrible sex. Neither of them looks like they're having fun at all. It's a very stern German sex. I'm not convinced these people actually met. No, it's like a business transaction. Exactly. This is very like, hey, man, I am in, in Tokyo for three days. Right. You were recommended to me by the service. And the fact that it takes place in such an obviously extremely expensive apartment is like a weird wealth Sex fantasy. I guess it's a direct equivalent to what goes on in every hip-hop video ever. Sex guy's expression the whole time is a wide range of emotion. Anywhere from this displeases me to this is acceptable. I'm telling you, drug lord, this like this is a, a murderous fiend right here. This is true lies meets James Bond meets true lies again. I guess I'm out of, of, of spy movies. That's all the spy movies. That's all of them. But no one is having any fun here. Not at all. And see, that is why I think this is not about Mr. Aldean talking about the good love shit he's got going on. He's talking about that love shit that, man, he wishes he could just burn it down. You think there's actual arson implied here? I'm just thinking it's next level. This is, I don't want to say art because I can't take that back 
but it is something. And man, the more I look at this dancing, it is making me very uncomfortable. John, he just drinks that whiskey and just stares her down. It is not sexy even a little bit. She is an informant. He is the world's most notorious drug lord. He's in town for three days, and that is their window to catch him on the big sting. He knows that she's on the inside. He's going to just use her and let her think her cover has not been blown. But he had a man on the inside the whole time, and he knew the whole time. Right before the three-minute mark, oh, death just enters. Look at that stare. Oh, that is the abyss gazing back. Ugh, ugh. Take a shower. Ugh. I got to get away from Jason Aldean. In fact, I got to get away from pop music right now, son. Yeah. <laughs>